0: Sorry about the no show last night. Just oh, let Bob get to me. Hey, when it comes to that ego maniac, you don't need to be sorry. Yeah, just don't do it again. Let's hope Mac is just as understanding. Or not. Wow! He finally made it! Well, only 15 hours late, but who's counting? Hmm? Oh, that's right. Yeah, just everyone here waiting for you. Hey, we're sorry. It wasn't cool. No, you're right. It was not cool, Randy. Don't blame them. This was me. Well, no, 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 we're a band. This was a group. No, 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 Justin, please. I'd like to hear what Thea has to say. Go on. Kirby's ex showed up trying to win her back, and so when she said that he could see... No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I'm going to have to stop you there. So what you're telling me is you violated your contract because you were feeling a bit insecure about your girlfriend. Kind of, yeah. You show up. You play, you sing. Do you ever think what goes into a gig night for me? Of course. I hire extra staff, order extra food and drinks, which, by the way, all went to waste. I am sorry. I pay promotional costs, stage and lighting high. But you know what really is unforgivable? You have let my customers down. Do you really think they're going to be rushing to get back here when they're not even sure you'll turn up? Mac, it will never happen again. You have our word. I'll make sure of it. You can say what you like, but it means nothing to me now. You have broken my trust and you have broken your contract. I'm man. No, Justin. I want to be reimbursed for my losses. Every single cent. Do not make me
1: hire a lawyer. We are Science Sophie. This is Coastal News. A home and away podcast. Your weekly episode companion podcast. For your favourite Aussie soap.
2: Now, you better stay... For every last second of this episode, Sophie. Oh. Don't don't make me hire a lawyer.
3: (laughs) You're not here to play games. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. How are you doing?
2: (laughs) Yes, I'm well, thank you. How's your week been?
3: It's been all right. It's been a bit long. But yeah, I've not really done anything exciting. Maybe that's why it feels long because I've not really done anything. But um, you've had a more exciting week than I've had with your new job. How's it all going?
2: It's, go- it's going well, settled in. Um, thank you for asking. Yeah.
3: No <laughs> Aww, um, I'm glad it's going well. It's a bit weird when you start a new job, isn't it? Especially when you've worked somewhere for a long time and then it's like, oh, where- who am I? Who am I? Where am I?
2: <laughs> I know, I know. And that's going to be happening for quite a while i think
4: (laughs) yeah yeah
2: And you've done something for so long but yes thanks for asking all good all good um have you been busy on the old twitter this week what's you know everyone been up to date on home and away everyone been
3: yeah in touch been a lot of stuff going on in the bay this week so i've been tweeting a lot (laughs) so people are probably just like oh god another tweet from from coastal news um (laughs) but there's been a lot going on hasn't there really with the Gary turning up and Mac and the lyric drama and everything else that's been happening this week. So it's been a lot to busy, talk busy. about.
2: Yeah, <laughs> lots to say tonight, I imagine as well. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before we get into it, we just want to remind everybody about our season three giveaway and um, mm-hmm. it's your last chance to enter um the um entrance or the competition the giveaway if you like will be closing on the first of february which is wednesday so um head over to our twitter at coastal news pod um all the details are on the tweet we'll retweet it this week so it's nice and up at the top um all you've got to do is like and retweet the original post you could be with a chance of winning your very own home and away coastal news mug Which is just amazing, isn't it? We we did our sales pitch last time. All drinks taste great in it. All drinks taste great in it. If you don't have Twitter, just head to our website. Link will be in the episode description of this uh, episode, and you can find the details on there how to enter and also terms and conditions of the giveaway. It's all very profesh. All very profesh. (laughs) Um, Do you want your headlines, Sophie? Let's make a podcast. Yes, go for it. Lyric's latest gig is called off, leaving Mac. (laughs) Leaving Mac. Let's just go. (laughs) Let's go again. (laughs)
4: Love it.
2: (laughs) Lyric's latest gig is called off, leaving Mac more than furious. Turns out that that space Remy agreed to give Bree wasn't that big. Things get a little heated. Cash and Felicity's foster dad. Gary comes to town, but the reception is lukewarm at best. And finally, Xander gets lucky, but he needs to learn to share, it seems.
1: Please take the time to like,
3: subscribe and review Coastal News wherever you source your podcasts and ensure you never miss an episode.
2: So, Bob we left didn't we where we worked on last week's podcast episode Bob was sort of giving Theo the old um run around really you know really mm. winding him up about um his relationship with Kirby and and how you know Kirby will come crawling back you know they had that we called it <laughs> cock measuring contest on last week's <laughs> podcast um and he was sort of trying to put him in his place wasn't he like you know mm. Me and Kirby yeah. do this. This is a cycle. You're just a blip, you know. I'm, I'm the Mister Big. She'll always come back. <laughs> um, and um, in and amongst this is this sort of it's the the fortnightly gig in um, Salt that lyric are contracted to.
4: Yeah.
2: And um, Bob has managed to convince Kirby. I don't know how or why, but convinces him to let, sorry, convinces her to let him sing and do a do a song to boost his profile. It turns out that leaving the band wasn't the best thing for his career. He's been sleeping on the floor, you know, he's homeless, he's skint (laughs) um, and Theo gets wind of this on a voicemail because he's in the shower, doesn't like it, doesn't turn up to the gig, does he? He's like, forget it. The ex is going to be there. I've had enough. And I was thinking at this point, don't blame him. No. Um, There was a big reaction from Kirby about, you know, why didn't you ring me, ring me back? And I could have explained Mm. it. No, he shouldn't. And I was trying to put myself in Theo's shoes. I was thinking, no. No, you've left. You've just left my a voicemail saying, "Me ex, who you not me texting on the sly last week, mm. wants to come out tonight and be back in the band." Yeah. Um you'd feel pushed aside, wouldn't you?
3: I would. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it was a bit crappy to do it on a voicemail. I think she should have said, "Give me a call. I need to talk to you about something." Not, "Oh, by the way, Bob's joining the band again." See you later. It's just
2: yeah. And we're all waiting for you. So it was. Yeah. It was it was wrong, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And then I got a little. I got a, My back got up a bit when she then, because the gig gets cancelled, doesn't it? And she yeah. sort of storms around there and starts yelling that And I got my back mm. up a bit for Theo. I thought, no, no, lady. Yeah. No, you're out of order.
3: I thought so as well. What I thought was interesting about that was that the other members of the band, you know, Eden and Remy, were fully behind Theo, weren't they? They, they didn't want uh, Bob to rejoin. And as soon as they heard that Theo wasn't going to turn up, they were like, well, neither, we're not playing either. You know, if Theo's not here, we're not playing And they totally took his side, whereas Kirby just sort of came down on Theo, didn't she? And just said, like, no, he's he's left us high and dry. But was that because Bob was in her ear again and saying, oh, you must feel really bad after Theo's done this to you? And oh, because he was still Uh. pecking her head, wasn't he? After Theo didn't turn up and just putting all that stuff in her ear, you know, oh, you can't rely on him. and you must feel really bad about this. Can't believe he's let you down. Let the band down. Because he was saying all of that, wasn't he? Like sniping about him
2: yeah he was yeah, yeah yeah he was you're right i i actually thought that was that was great of the band to do mm, that you yeah. know and it shows you you know we, we've we spoken many a time about eden and remy and mm. their their characters if you like and, and 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 how we like them and we seem to fit with them this to me separated kirby even more
3: yeah it did actually yeah you're right yeah, because they, um, they they weren't as keen as Kirby was, because when when Theo auditioned for the band and, you know, they said, oh, he's got a great voice. Let's go with him. It was Kirby that was championing it and saying like, because I think Remy and Eden were saying he's young. He's never been in a band before. He doesn't know how it works. And she was the one saying, give him a chance. Let's give him a chance. And now it's kind of flipped, isn't it? So they they've obviously seen what he can do and it's raised their profile and their songs are better, Kirby's happier, the the whole band dynamic's improved, hasn't it, now that Bob's gone and Theo's took his place. So they're, like, fully Team Theo now, but she hasn't quite, she's still letting Bob get into her head, isn't she?
2: Yeah, definitely. And well, yeah, and she, she she replied. This is when I was, you know, when we were talking, so like, I think the, there's still a flame there. You know, she's still mm. loading a torch flame because otherwise she wouldn't have given the time of day. We've said no. this the last couple of weeks, haven't yeah. we? She wouldn't have even replied to his messages. Mm. I think I think you're right, because we were debating um last week, when we? Oh, what's he back for? Is he back for Kirby or is he back because the band are big? You yeah. know, and we you were saying, weren't you? No like he want you know he's seen that the band have took off and he wants a yeah. bit of the action it's all about him it's yeah. that narcissist in him isn't it um,
4: yeah
2: that's driven his his uh his motivation that scene where he's sleeping in his car in his <laughs> car it's not even his car is it he's like had to no. borrow the car to go yeah. there you're just thinking this is a man down and out here you yeah. know um and he's and he, he he's even he's so full of himself he still even thinks these people that he's crapped on are still going to be there because 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 he loves him Mm. everybody else must (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah very interesting response from the rest of the band who and obviously we've got to talk about max response (laughs) because she was absolutely flying off the wall weren't she she was. I think with she was a
3: bit a bit too far with this actually. I think it was a bit too melodramatic. Even for Mac, I was like, oh Mac, you need it's just one night and calm down. Like you've you've come back from worse. You know, <laughs> it wasn't that long ago that they were she was thinking of selling up or like thinking of sleeping with some guy to get out of debt. You know, she's been through so much worse than just missing one night of business. So I did think it was a bit of an overreaction. Or Mac she,
2: yeah, she, you, you, you could be right. I mean, I quite like Mac when she's like this. I love, <laughs> I love Mac Mac with an attitude. I really do.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, In fact, I really wound the scene a few times. I thought, yes, go on, girl. You know, when she's, <laughs> she comes in, she's like, oh, turned up, have you? Let's hear what you've got to say. Oh, and I don't want every last cent. <sighs> you know, and all this stuff. And she's got the calculator. She's obviously working out how much money she's lost. I was like, go on, Mac. <laughs> um, Loved it. But yeah, I yeah, suppose yeah, I see what you're saying. However, you know, like this whole contract thing is a bit of a is a bit of an elephant in the room, isn't it? It's a bit yeah. like a because everything got put in writing because of the they, they were calling her flaky and taking the mix. So she they got it all locked down, didn't they? So mm. this whole, well, you've breached your contract thing, that was something that Justin wanted. You know, he wanted yeah. the lock stock and barrel didn't need the protection. So that's got to work both ways, you know. I think she's got real business uh, plan problems.
4: Mm-hmm. If
2: a wanting in a fortnight gig is the only thing keeping a business afloat. Did you yeah. see did you see the scenes where it's like, oh, there's no band, so there's nobody here? <laughs> you know, you like...
3: even the next day it was a bit that was that was a bit bizarre, you know, because that, that night I couldn't understand it. You know, Justin went on the microphone and said, right, gigs over and everyone disappeared i, I was thinking well, where would they go you know if you're, you're out for a night out you don't just you just disappear do you you probably stay there for another drink or you stay there for food or something so i was thinking that was a bit weird that they all just disappeared the minute the band wasn't there because there's nothing else nearby to go to instead is there as far as we know
2: yeah it's all a bit strange and there are other scenes other you know when there's no gig on where there's people yeah, in there you exactly. know
3: exactly but it was even the next morning so matt came into work the next day after the gig fallout and she she said to dean like all my loyal customers haven't turned up because we you know there was no gig last night i was thinking that doesn't make any sense why would the ones that came to the gig last night still be the ones that were there today surely they'd be different different people i don't i didn't get that at all <laughs>
2: It it's was weird. silly, wasn't it? Yeah. And just think if nobody is in, I mean, they're only contracted to once a fortnight. I was thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, well, it's what just happens the other thirteen days? Yeah, you know,
3: it's just a gig. You know, you if you go out for a, lo- it's a local band. Let's face it, they're not like you know, they haven't hit the big time yet. If you go to mm. a, a a venue to watch a gig and it doesn't happen, you don't just go, oh, I'm never going there again. You know what I mean? You just kind of go, <laughs> oh, no. well, that's that's a shame. <laughs> Get on with your life. <laughs> it's so weird. Should we kick on to bit... Yabby
2: Creek instead?
3: <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, get the bus to Yabby. I don't know what happened, but I, I just think that was a bit of an overdrama, that whole. Yeah,
2: I get what you mean now you've said it. Yeah, but I do like Matt when she's on one. Yeah. I love, I lo- I love a Mackenzie Warpath, I really do. <laughs> and then um, I, I also like the way these next scenes are edited where Max. Max there working out how to how to get rid of them you know she's talking and she's like cancelling yeah. it all about I'm done with them they've really annoyed me they've wound me up and then it said it's, it's cutting to um, Justin going let's do more gigs to pay off this yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like Justin's there planning more she's planning less I thought yeah. it was quite a, quite a funny way of doing it, it Um, and actually in the end their idea is to Justin and Theo to get on the balcony mm. and bust out a song, which actually is the best song we've heard anyone sing. It was
3: <laughs> so good! I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah, yep. I, more Justin and Theo. Band manager Justin was in his element, wasn't he? He was just like he living was. the dream. He was living the actual dream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was thinking of you when I was watching it. Thinking, oh, <laughs> uh, Sophie would be like, oh, Justin's finally made it in a band. <laughs> 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 <He's> <laughs> this was his end game.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I this this filled my heart. I was like, yes.
2: <laughs> well, he's, he's gonna hit the road with Bob.
3: Oh God, someone <laughs> needs to hit Bob. But there we go.
2: <laughs> um, but that got the place flooded, didn't it? It
3: did. That so was very surprising. Be the end of that. Where do all those people come from?
2: <laughs> have yeah. you ever wandered past a balcony, heard some music, and thought, "Oh, let's let's go and have a beer."
3: No. <laughs> Strange well, <they> don't, scenario. <laughs> I, don't, I don't live in Palm Beach, so you know it's just <laughs> how the other half lives, isn't it? Really? Yet. Yet, Yet. yeah. There's always Yet. the that's my yep. dream. That's band manager Justin has his dream. Sophie has her own. <laughs> I
2: told you i have plotted the storyline. We just need to get, Just need to get it in. Yeah. so so yeah i think i what i think that's the debt paid isn't it Is at the end of that mm,
3: i think so i don't i tell you what i don't understand about this storyline so at first when max says you owe me two grand justin's about to, to about to pay it isn't he and he's like okay give me your bank details and i'll get the money over to you and that's mm. when theo pipes up and he's like oh no because i owe you the money it should be me that you know it's my fault the gig didn't go ahead i don't know why he didn't let Justin pay it, and then he paid Justin back, you know, bit by bit. But then it wouldn't be a, a storyline, would it? They'd have to.
2: Yeah, have to, they wouldn't. Yeah. Have, well, we wouldn't. Yeah, we wouldn't have had the balcony scene, would we?
3: Exactly. Yeah. So it was all Talking it was all for like, that.
2: like Romeo and Juliet, the <laughs> balcony scene.
3: <laughs> well, it was. It got Xander in the mood, didn't it?
2: Oh my days! Did yes. it, just
3: <laughs> Yeah, flinging Stacy around. Yeah.
2: What do you make of it? this? Stacey must be stopping around. She's got a job.
3: Yeah, she's got a job in the gym, hasn't she? Which is really weird because she said she was trained as a nurse. And I thought, doesn't that take years and years of training? And then she's decided to just work in the gym. It just seems a bit strange, but Mm. I'm not sure what to, to make of this girl
2: yeah she seems nice enough she does um, yeah I know, I've, I've nothing to dislike her about i mean but i was i was just thinking that she was going to be a guestie but now she's mm. got a. like you say she's got a job it's a bit of a strange job if she's nurse qualified yeah. um because Erin and xander uh, they had that disastrous day didn't they mm. um dead oh, david <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't set me off <laughs> <laughs> sorry um and
3: uh... sorry dead david's dead oh dear
2: is it bad um (laughs) what was the same? i
3: have no idea Um, (laughs) disastrous date that was it disastrous date we weren't sure whether this was just a one-off you know they go on this disastrous date and then they could have drawn a line under the sand there couldn't they and said you know that's it. Didn't work out. Sorry. Nice to meet you, anyway. But obviously, she is sticking around because she's got this job and she's integrating into the bay. You know, she's getting to know Tane. She gets to know Nico. I don't think she's going anywhere anytime soon.
2: No, it doesn't look like it. And uh, she spends her days off on uh, and Xander's days off. They spend them together down the yeah. beach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they sort of agree to another sort of date, don't they? Really, and mm. Xander's really into it, and it's soon. Escalates um, mm-hmm. back back in the apartment, and she wants to see what he can do.
3: <laughs> yes, well, he's been he's been wooing her with his life saving, his cocktail making, his dancing, hasn't he? So I think that's obviously
2: killer cocktail. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: yeah. that RSA just came out of nowhere,
3: didn't <laughs> it? <Yeah. laughs> um, I'm dying to know what this RSA actually involves you know what do they do to get this RSA I've never we don't have anything like that over here do we because I've worked in bars and they just go you're over 18 and I go yeah and that's it
2: (laughs) no don't don't, you have to fill fill in a bit of paperwork
3: I don't remember doing Um, anything don't remember doing anything specific it's
2: it's, it's a bit like um I do one of my one of my jobs in my teens years was in a cinema um and to work on the bar you had to complete some paperwork and it was like you know challenging the age and the correct forms of id that you can accept. you know that kind of thing
3: oh gosh um, i think maybe my my age meant that we didn't have to do this when i got a bar job because <laughs> I, it was probably 2001 i think <laughs> so it was it was just are you over 18 yeah here's my id okay right come behind here pull this that into there
2: <laughs> it was there was no training <laughs> there was no checking <laughs> so i used to put a glass on the pump and be like, it's bottles only tonight lads <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, and they used to ring me up from the cash office because they could see me on cctv and I'd be like, i need to change it but i've not a chance i'm rushed off my feet oh, <laughs>
4: bye <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: dear. Mm. Fun times. Um we've all had jobs like that, haven't we? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Jobs. Well, it turns out so would Xander while we you know while he was in med school. So there we go. Um and yeah, they, they so they, they quickly sleep together, don't they? Um mm. and the next morning she's off and out and uh, I I'm a bit worried for Xander here, yeah, right? Mm. Because I feel like we know about his sort of struggles. Um, yeah and we've sort of been signposted to it when she was looking she was looking at his tattoos wasn't she and asking you yeah. know what's the story behind this
3: she's, you know? she asked him if she if he'd been to prison <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> tattoos equals prison
3: I was like okay either she thinks they're really bad and they've been done with a biro, you know in jail <laughs> or she's assuming that everyone that's got a tattoo is a crim which is like so outdated old-fashioned i was like i don't know where to go with this
2: i know but if home and away is your only reference i'm not surprised you think that
3: <laughs> yeah maybe she thought it was a gang gang thing like the blood and sand tattoos of the the old river boys i don't know bizarre
2: ain't got a tramp stamp has he
3: lot that we've seen
2: <laughs> <laughs> mind you he has been to prison so <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's true he might have a biro one somewhere <laughs> Oh, flaming Galar off his back! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Excuse me. <laughs> I um, but I feel like that was major signposting. Mm. You know? Yeah. What's the story behind these tattoos? Um, it's you know, it's for another day. I, I just, I just worry that mm. he's going to end up a little bit um you know a couple of steps backwards when he's come such a long way since his arrival in town yeah. so I, I i could be reading too much into it um but i'm, I'm just
3: i think you're right but, because i think i don't know this girl just seems like bad news to me like I, she hasn't done anything sure. she hasn't done anything wrong because i haven't got any any evidence for it i just don't i feel like She's going to be a bad influence on Xander, and it's not mm. what he's looking for. She wasn't upfront with him before they slept together. You know, she she only came clean about this other guy that she's dating because he said, "Oh, what are you doing tonight? I've got the house to myself. Roses going out, or whatever it was." And she said, "Oh, I've got another date with another guy." And I would have told you before, you know, I like to be open, honest about it. But I didn't realize we'd we'd get so involved so quickly, and I just thought. No, you could have told him this on the first date, even. It's something you would bring up, surely, not just, I don't know. I just find it a bit, I don't know. I think hiding that is just a red flag for me.
2: Do you think, is it or is it just that we're dating dinosaurs? Is this how the kids do it now?
3: I think it's fine to do that if everybody knows it. If you go out on a date with someone and you say, look, um, I'm interested in seeing you again, but just to let you know, I am seeing someone else, you know, before it goes any further. I'd have done that on the first date, not after the second one, after they've slept together. I just think that was too late to tell him.
2: Yeah. See, I don't think where we're up to anyway. And I don't I don't know where it's going to go from here. OK. Mm. Um, and we'll talk about Xander's reaction in a second. But I, where we're up to, I think. They've been on one date. It. You know and if she is dating yeah know, especially if she's on the smolder or whatever um <laughs> she is gonna have multiple dates lined up isn't she that's
4: and that's fine that's yeah unusual,
2: so i can't do some but if that was sorry to cut you off if that was what she was doing she you, if, I think you wouldn't say what you're up to would you just say oh I've got plans tonight can I see you another time you yeah. sort of wouldn't be so open about it would you you'd be like That's
3: true
2: yeah you'd be on other dates but until you've sort of and if you do hit it off you then stop the other dates don't you do you know what I mean but, yeah
3: I, I just think s- I Summer Bay is so small the chances of them running into each other you know again, when she's out with his yeah. other guy in Salt or the diner, <laughs> where else they're going to go, let's face it. I just think that because Xander comes across as so naive and yeah. I, I think he does want a monogamous relationship. That's I think yeah, that's what he yeah. was aiming for when he first asked her out. He wasn't thinking of her being with someone else or him being with someone else. I think it's
2: what he needs as well, isn't it? Yeah, you know? And you, you can see him he's a bit sort of you know, dive in 1st is not he? He's getting yeah. a bit carried away and he's, he's getting a bit, letting his feelings run away with him here, I think. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think the conversations they've had have been a casual hookup thing either. You know, they've spent all day together and they're talking about his childhood and how they grew up and stuff. So it's not stuff you share with someone unless you really care about them, is it? They're not just hooking up up to go to the bedroom and eat pizza and they're spending time together, getting to know each other. And I think that starts to cross into relationship territory, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Even though it's only been one
3: date, though. It has. It's only been that one day in Salt, but then they spent all day the next day, didn't they, together and Mm. then spent the night Mm -hmm. together and then they spent the next morning together.
2: She seems to be pretty open and like, yeah, this is what I'm doing um she should have said it I agree with you on that point she should have been up from if that's the way it is and I and I, and I think the liberal side of me is a bit like
4: mm. you know
2: go for it if, if everyone's happy with that plan and, and I think a lot of people are like that nowadays you know yeah. um so I think it's an interesting story for home and away to cover because you wouldn't Probably. expect it from home and yeah. away his he then he's taken aback though isn't he bless him like mm. we've just said he's he's he wants monogamy he's falling for a, um ridiculously fast he's not he doesn't strike me as someone who's had a great deal of experience in this department i mm. am reading between the lines there filling in his own backstory there myself um and you know and he struggles with the confidence and like you say you know he's come a long way and blah 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 blah. then he's he sort of agreed to it but you know he's not he's not okay with it is he no
3: um,
2: he tells rose because rose can see he's, you know he's he's not his jolly self anymore Mm. Um, so I think she's going to get a bit too involved
3: oh yeah inevitable but, isn't it yeah
2: I'll just like I say I worry it's going to end up in Xander being a bit heartbroken yeah. here
3: the only thing that's just making me think is that if he knew from the offset because she says basically I'm not interested in in you know one person relationship but I'm going to be dating other people multiple and she mm. said that, you know that it wasn't i'm um, I'm just doing that now to find someone. It was this is this is my lifestyle. this is how we, this is how I live. if yeah. if if he'd known that before he slept with her, would he have slept with her? I don't know.
2: this is it. He would have had the choice, yeah, you know before his feelings went there, yeah, 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 yeah you're right. It, it, that was that was sort of taken away from him, wasn't it? Yeah. He should have been up from. he'd have had the option to have gone there or not. Yeah. Um now he's now he's got feelings and he's sort of you know they've spent spent that time together he sort mm. of feels obliged cuz he said it himself oh, I, I but I want to see her again so mm. I've agreed to it and you're like well that's not why you yeah. should agree to something like that the jealousy is going to it's going to ruin them before yeah. they've even beco- become anything Yeah.
4: Um
2: and and you and you know that's just one mental issue yeah. doesn't need to add to the list <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't mean to sound flippant about that, by the way. No, you know, I know. But... I
3: know what you mean. Yeah, he's he's got a history of getting attached to people that he's barely even met. You know, yeah. he's got he's got tattoos for people that he's met five minutes ago that died, and yeah. yet he's he's way more involved with this girl than he is with those patients. So how is this going to affect him mentally?
2: Mm-hmm. Really interesting story, though, isn't it?
3: Yeah, fascinating. You know, did,
2: this completely blindsided me. You know, I yeah. didn't expect this. So see where this goes. I saw an article on the Daily Star this morning saying home and away's new poly storyline. Um, and then it was sort of, here's a list of couples with an open relationship. <laughs> you know, oh, like one of those type things. But yeah, so, you know, it sounds like we might be <sighs> we're just a bit nervous about it, but really interesting story. I think there's a few mm. interesting things starting up now. Yeah. Talking about um, sort of, you know, multiple partners sharing people. Remy and Bree. Oh, oh my god! God. He agreed to give a space. Hadn't he? Um, yeah. you know, and she's trying. She, we left her. She was trying to work out, you know, what she Earth she was going to do. She's not. She's taking a sweet time about it. Let me tell you. <laughs> in about three weeks, done it.
3: I know. Oh, it's, long. It's, it's coming back in about nine or ten weeks, isn't it? They haven't got long. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> um um but rather than there's a scene on the beach isn't there where we're sort of reintroduced back to the storyline you know like we do and yeah. um eden is with eden and she's had a safe or whatever and he's she's like i thought you were going to leave her alone and he's running up to her and before they know mm. it they're going for coffee you're like oh, yeah okay yeah uh, 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 we're gonna cross some boundaries here right off the off and mm. um they meet up in Salt, and she's Looking radiant, she's just fresh off the surf, and um and he he's straight to it, isn't he? Because he's worried. He's worried yeah. about her. Uh, he he wants he, he he's trying to help her, and he's mm. probably thinking like, "Cause oh, now it's happening. What we're we doing about this?" And she snaps. You know, I didn't come here to get interrogated. And she tries to leave, and he manages to talk around. Mm. Um, and manage. You know, she's she's going to come to the gig, so. <laughs> I think, I think he's treading a fine line between, yeah. you know, supporting her and and making things worse for her,
4: you yeah. know, yeah.
2: at this stage. Um, what did you think at this point? You know, her agreeing to the gig, her agreeing to the coffee. I, they want it, don't they? But they know it's wrong.
3: Yeah, I think that's the problem. And I think he reminds her of, you know, I think with her, Jacob's out of sight, out of mind. So now he's gone the problem's gone Mm -hmm. away and she knows Mm -hmm. the problem's going to come back in nine or 10 weeks. And she knows that she's not going to have a plan, but every time she sees Remy, it reminds her he's coming back soon. And like, you know, I think she freaks out and he, he's kind of asking those questions and saying, what are you going to do is reminding her that she, she still doesn't know. And she's, she still hasn't got a head straight. And then also she's got all these feelings for him. So she wants to be with him. She wants to spend time with him. But then when she does, she feels guilty because she's like, like, this is wrong. And I'm married know she spent all that time getting dressed up for the for the gig didn't she she looked amazing but she saw herself in the mirror just as she was about to leave and then that pang of guilt came again because she was excited she wanted to go and meet remy she wanted to see him she probably got butterflies in her stomach and all that and then she looks in the mirror and she's like oh but i'm married and this is wrong and and i think that's what she's feeling when she's with him she's like i want to be with this guy and i like spending time with him but then he's asking me questions about, you know, Jacob and reminded me that that problem is still there. I can't run away from it. I haven't got a plan. Yeah. She's just all over the place in her head, isn't she? Yeah,
2: she, you know, she is. Um, and and her franticness, her, mm. you know, like this, they say all this all over the place in her head makes me frantic. You yeah know, like i'm like oh my god this is an anxiety he's gonna, he's gonna walk in any minute i was like <laughs> i was messaging you i was oh. like why has remy gone over to travel dodge and mm. like uh like hello he's gonna walk in i bet he's kept a key card I was like, oh, oh he's definitely no.
3: got a key card they needed to move rooms they should have moved to a different room and then at least he couldn't just walk in and bust them and i was thinking that the whole time one day he is going to just walk in
2: it's gonna the problem is until it happens we're just literally on hooks, aren't we we? just waiting i called it the mirror moment in my notes i've just glanced down mirror (laughs) moment (laughs) um you know does she say the words of that i've spent an hour getting ready for a man that's not my husband yes i think she is upset with herself that she's allowed Mm. herself Yeah, to feel for another person but then there's the other part of her mind it's like an internal battle there's another part of her mind that's really angry that her husband has led her to feel like this you know what I mean
4: yeah
2: um I think it's a really interesting element to the whole thing you know I'm a bit like you can see she's fighting inside Mm. you know the urges and the feelings she's developed for Remy
4: yeah
2: and then um there's anger that It didn't have to be like this, you know, like I'm married and it wasn't, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen, you know, and it's his fault. You know, Mm. Um, I like that she's not being the victim, though. Yeah. You know, you know, she. she, she, She's not sort of woe is me, you know, Mm. but she. What's the word I'm looking for? She's not too far that way. She's she's confident enough you know like after they sleep together you know because yeah. that quickly happens and she says you know I've never just strange feeling this safe and she's still the next morning you know she's embracing him she's kissing him she's and and we're starting this this startup we'll call it an affair because it's what it is mm. um but she's owning that behavior you know I just think yeah. she's going to have this internal battle constantly because yeah. She's got unresolved something unresolved with Jacob, is what I'm trying to say. In a roundabout yeah.
3: way, she's taking responsibility, isn't she? She's so she's acting, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's an affair, she's acknowledging that it's wrong, but in her head, she wants to date Remy. And you know, she was getting up, she was getting ready for a date with someone, and then she realized, oh, but I actually am married to someone else, and that's that's the problem, isn't it? She knows it's wrong, but she can't stop herself,
2: yeah. This is it, this is it, and then. It, <sighs> that's making her compare and reflect yeah but they're gonna be the bad people because it it, she's not doing the right thing ultimately
3: yeah
2: yeah ultimately she needs to she needs to end end her relationship with jacob doesn't she and because she's not doing that the Mm. longer it goes on the more stress you and i have (laughs) also (laughs) also the more she's being unfair to everybody to remy to Jacob you know you know I know I know you probably think you know, he doesn't deserve that sort of compassion but at the end of the day she's she's married she's he's her husband and she she must feel something for him or had felt something for him they've got they've got a history they've got a life that yeah. can't mean nothing to her you yeah know?
3: and it's his future isn't it so he he's gone away thinking oh when we get back I'm going to move to the bay I'm going to find a job we're going to have a family you know he's planning his life around yeah. something that's not going to happen and like it, yeah. that isn't d- despite what he is and what he's done he still needs to be told that future's not yours and you've got to yeah. he's got to have time to plan what he is going to do yeah he's probably going to try and kill her and end up in prison that's my guess but (laughs) you know he needs to know about this because it's not fair even if he is an absolutely horrible person to string him along and make him think he's got this future that he's never going to have he needs the time to process this and, and work out what he's going to do as well that's only fair isn't it really
2: yeah completely agree fair I think we need here you know
3: yeah
2: I thought it was really weird though that she's like I can't I can't do this. I was found myself getting ready, mm. you know, for another man. And the next scene was say, she's cracking open a bottle of peanut. Like, <laughs> oh. no.
3: I did think it was a bit, I don't know what the word is, but when Remy came out and knocked on the hotel door because he was worried because she didn't turn up to the gig and he's thinking Jacob's come back, he's hurt So she, she's not messaged me for whatever reason. He's gone round there to see she's okay. She's answered the door and she is okay. And she obviously she's she's in a flap, isn't she? She says like, look, I couldn't come. I was getting ready for a man, and you know, realised that I was married. Realised it was wrong. And I thought at that point, what Remy should have done was just leave her alone to think and like. Yeah. Come. But what he actually did was, are you going to invite me inside? And I thought, oh, I don't know, with her being so fragile, and in a relationship with someone where she can't say no, she's probably used to being a people pleaser and saying yes when actually she wants to say no and I thought by him saying are you going to invite me in I thought you know would she have said no yeah would she have told him you know go away I don't know
2: yeah does he know exactly what he's doing
3: I don't know. I felt a bit uncomfortable.
2: It's a bit of character assassination as well because Remy would keep hearing about Remy would never do that with a married woman. Yeah. Remy's a lot of things, but he's not bad. Mm. We've heard that a few times. Mm. And Eden
3: said to him, you know, the next day when he was doing the walk of shame to the band meeting, you know, and she was like, "Well, oh, you didn't come home last night. Were you, were you with Brie? Was you just talking, or was you know something happened?" And he said, "I'm not going to tell you." And she said, "Come mm. on, that's that's not like you. You're not like this. This isn't you." so we do we hear that a lot this isn't like you
2: we've got another one who's fallen yeah, uh, yeah. and he's not seeing the wood from the trees he's gonna end up in hospital
3: oh i don't want to see that
2: so your theory of attempted murders probably more more on the nose um yeah. but i think i think uh Oh God, I'm just so nervous about right, it. But is it good? Is it juicy? It is good. I, I am. It's
3: horrible. It's absolutely horrible storyline. But I am really enjoying it. I am enjoying the scenes. Um, yeah, because it's given us the scenes with with Eden and Remy. It's given us the scenes with Bree and Eden. It's given us the scenes with Bree and, and Remy. I think all of those have been really good. Yeah. Um, but I am just behind a cushion waiting for Jacob to turn up. <laughs>
2: I know, but but then you know the episode ends you and like, I and I, I need tomorrow now you're yeah. because like, yeah. it's one of those storylines you can't be left with. You know, you you've got you've got to see it through, and yeah, you? know, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just what we need, I think.
4: So,
2: um, well, Gary comes to town as well. Can't Gary! For not forget Gazon.
3: <laughs> Can I just um, apologise to Gary because last week. When we did the first look episode and we talked about yeah. uh what was going to happen this week and you read something out to me, didn't you? And said that Gary is Rose's yeah. new hero or something. And I absolutely wept myself laughing. And I was like, <laughs> How can she possibly have a new hero? He's been in town for two days. Hello, Gary is my hero.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I am
2: <hung Now>, on board. <laughs> now you know.
3: <laughs> I get it. Gary's an icon. I love him. <laughs> I feel like I've known Gary my whole life. He's only been in two episodes.
2: And he, oh, he's cute. And he's dead nice. He's just a nice bloke. Is he permanent? Can we petition to get Gary permanent?
3: Gary forever. I love him. (laughs) He's my new (laughs) favourite.
2: Just like two episodes. Oh.
3: (laughs) It's so good. And I was just looking at him the whole time thinking, I know your face, I know your face. And he's been in so many things. I had to Wikipedia him because I was like, I know, I know I've seen him before, but yeah. I remember why. And he's been in Baywatch, he's been in Heartbreak High. He played a character called John Palmer in Sons and Daughters which is a program I didn't watch but I thought that was hilarious because we then had a scene later on where Gary met John Palmer our John Palmer and I thought that was interesting and also John said something about how he needed to go and save lives and I don't really notice but he punched Gary on the shoulder and he went you know what I mean and I thought that's a Baywatch reference because Gary was a lifeguard in Baywatch
2: oh blimey check you out
3: So I was, was like, really BDR'd on every scene that Gary was in. And when the John Palmer scene happened, I was like, John Palmer's meeting John Palmer. So I was really (laughs) interested. Such a geek. I love stuff like that.
2: He he has been a great addition. And um, it's a really nice story because it's fleshing out Cash and Flick's childhood. Yes. At at the same time, introducing just a nice character. You know? Um, I know you've been having some discussions with some of our listeners this week about <laughs> is that a suspicion thing? Because like yeah. everyone's got a secret, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, so we are a bit a bit dubious. But um, can anyone really be that nice?
3: Well, you know? a lot of people have contacted us in the week, So I think I put a tweet out saying, "What's everyone feeling about Gary?" And yeah, what are what are the what's the feedback? And as you just said, you know, not many new people come to the bay who haven't got a skeleton or a dark secret or, you know, some reason for us to go, "Uh uh-huh, and you did this when? (laughs) Some people have been saying, I really like him. You know, the feedback's been really good, but... We've been there before, you know. We've all been burned, so we're all thinking: Is Gary as good as he comes across? Is he hiding something? Is there a dark secret back there? But I don't, I don't think there is. I think he is just genuinely nice.
2: No, I think it's been more about Felicity, hasn't it, than him? Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, he comes. I'm actually saying, is why is that? truck that gary is
4: towing.
2: <laughs> where Ute. you you <laughs> you um you had to re-watch it it was a quick one-line and you missed it he's brought the you for them but i was like i was texting you going is anyone is everyone ignoring that thing you're towing
3: <laughs> i was i must have been tweeting because you were like what was he towing a vehicle and i was like what when <laughs> we it i was like he is towing a vehicle and then later on in the diner again i must have missed it the first time i watched it but cash said something like um, I'm gonna take it over to Justin's to get repaired for the wedding. And it turns out it's Flick and Cash's dad's Ute. And it sounds like there's loads of stories about um Flick going out and, and sleeping in the car, uh, you know, when she was missing her dad, you know, so she's really attached, oh, right. attached to it and everything. So
4: uh-huh.
3: it took me a a, uh-huh. a couple of rewatches because like, it's one of those, yeah, literally blink and you miss it things. So I was like, what what are you on about? A ute. <laughs> mm, mm, I was like, where did that come from?
2: Um so thank you for that extra work there. Working that out for me. I'm
3: glad you raised it, because I would have missed it if you hadn't. Well,
2: it turns out it got came in port a bit later on. But yeah, I know and so he's rocked up outside on the Colby de and has cash has run mm. out and he's been like what the hell are you doing here i told you to meet me at the surf club blah blah blah, blah. works it out pretty fast you've not told your sister i'm here, have you so yep. cash has sort of lured him to the bay obviously there's the impending wedding isn't there mm. um and there was this to talk about her not wanting him there she only wants cash there the week before um and um Gary's great about it he's sort of like you know she'll speak to me when she's ready you know I'm not gonna force anything and then he, every time he's you know each with every line that he utters we the audience are just sucked in even more aren't we we're just yeah. like oh that was such a nice thing to do isn't he great I'm
3: inviting um, Gary to my wedding never mind flicks yeah.
2: Especially if you're freaking out about it. <laughs> um, even even goes to the diner and gives Irene a bit of a chat up, doesn't he? Does, he?
3: he does. Bit of the yeah. old
2: smooth operator.
3: Well, the, the diner ladies were all over him, weren't they? Let's be honest. <laughs> they were all over him. Oh, you're so you're so good looking, and you're so charming. <laughs> You've
2: got all your hair at your age. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's a, he's a man about town now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Uh,
2: I well, told ultimate... you last
3: week he's going to be on Smolder, didn't I?
2: You did. You did. Mm. And Smolder is probably the word. I bet he would do that. <laughs> Good-looking old fella. Um, ultimately, he's there. Is there for Flick, you know, and um, and he says, you know, let her come to me if she wants to, mm. you know. She, Cash is pressing, pressing it, isn't it? She's found out he's in town and Cash has tried to ambush her with him. She's hit yeah. him the roof. She's had a go at Cash. She's had a go at toney Everyone's getting it from All angles. She's had a go at John, who thought he was really nice when he was wheeling his bins out or whatever. Um, <laughs> so, and he's just like, she's not ready for the big family reunion. I get it. You know, mm, and yeah, there's this moment, it comes to a head, he's over there talking to Cash, and she comes in, sees him, and it sort of then starts this dialogue between the two of them. Slowly but surely, ultimately they get to this point where um they they, they sit down and have a chat together, not before, like you say, John has sort of said, Well, as a foster dad. You know, I think he's, you know, I agree with him and I see what he's saying. Well, as a foster child, John, you've got got what you're talking about. So, wrap off. off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, that was the final sort of exhale I think she needed and they banged their heads together. However, Mm right, here we go. I don't get it. Just don't get it. So, it it turns out that Gary isn't, isn't evil nope. he's not been horrible to her. he's not he's not you know she's not had a terrible childhood that she couldn't bear in In terms of you know when in his care obviously mm. she's not had the great best start in life um but his care wasn't neglectful or anything like that it was well i was an arsehole to him therefore i'm angry with him and i was thinking what the hell is happening here i
3: went went on a journey with flick with this one so yesterday i think it was hang on what did it start with so she was i think she was angry at herself to start with because she was saying to cash i know he she was talking to tarnay actually she was saying he was a good dad he was loving him and kath gave us everything i was horrible to him um and I thought, and you're continuing to be horrible to him. So you're, you're, I think she was kind of ashamed that she treated him so badly when she was younger. And then she's just carried on that, that, um, but I couldn't work out like you. I couldn't work out why I was thinking, okay, so she didn't want him to replace her dad. I get that. You know, I can understand that. You know, she was nine years old when her dad killed himself and her mom was already dead. And she want all she wanted was her own mom and dad back. She didn't want some substitute dad and that's uh, what she would have seen him as. So I kind of got that. But then yeah, okay, on, yeah. on Friday's episode, um, she got there was a bit more that we were given. And it was about, you know, her coming to terms with her dad's death. When she first arrived in the bay, she was so convinced that her dad had been murdered because she didn't want to believe that somebody would take their life and leave two children behind after they've already lost their mum. You know she yeah. didn't want to believe that he'd chosen to do that to them and and chosen to leave them and all of that sort of stuff. So she'd given herself this conspiracy theory in her own head to cope with it that yeah, her, dad, right, her dad her yeah. dad was murdered. And it came out on Friday's episode that she thought Gary was part of that because Gary, we keep hearing about Gary, the the one cop in the town wherever they wherever they grew up. So she was convinced that her dad had been murdered. and Gary, was involved in covering it up because he didn't want to investigate his murder he didn't want to open the case he didn't want to find out who killed him because he he knew it had been ruled a suicide he believed it was a suicide their dad was in debt he took their he took his life you know because he couldn't cope anymore he had two children he'd lost his wife He's a widower and then he got all this debt on him as well you know it was crushing him everything everything that had happened has crushed him and unfortunately he's decided to take his own life and gary knows that so he's not treating it like a murder but because Flick's so convinced because she's convinced herself. Mm. Gary's part of the problem. Gary's the one that covered up. Gary was the copper that could have investigated it but he didn't bother and he's meant to be his best friend. That's where the hatred came from, I think.
2: Right, okay. When when you put it like that, I understand it a bit better. I was just thinking, do we hate him because he's nice and... (laughs)
3: that's you what know, i was thinking like... on thursday i was thinking that a bit. i was thinking what is her problem he's lovely like and he's from what she said you know oh they were really nice to us and i was like oh why are we so upset about it then but yeah. then she did explain you know to, to Tane, he's the one that i thought was covering up the murder and now yeah 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 yeah, yeah. N- now i've realized that it's not that i need to go because she said to cash i need to go over myself i don't know why it's taken me so long i've got past the, the dad thing why am I still angry with Gary? And, you know, she, it took her a while to get there, but we're there now, I think, aren't we?
2: Oh, I think so. And they went through all the pictures, didn't they? And oh, I know. stories. And, um, and I just thought these were lovely scenes with the two of them. Yeah. There's, you know, they're out by the pool, there were scenes out there. Um, they even
3: talked about cleaning the pool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Someone... <laughs> It needs retiling. The clean's got gonna to touch the side. Oh, they
3: they just need to fill it now. It's done. <laughs> the pool is so gross.
2: Sending the cement mixer in <laughs> you. <laughs>
3: it's so gross. It just needs to be filled in now. Pretend it didn't happen. Oh.
2: <laughs> uh, um yeah, look gorgeous scenes. And of course, then they, they decide to go off down to salt, don't they, for celebrators in. A drink and while all of us was gone, on you know, Cash had found this necklace in the ute because mm. he was helping Justin, and the necklace belongs to the mother. So there's all these stories about, oh, I remember this, I remember just uh, such a lush episode, right? Um, yeah. in terms of you know, Felicity and Cash and their history and their childhood. Yeah. Um, and we're starting to get a bit of a happy family vibe, there's a wedding on the way. You know, everyone's dad's here now and he's talking to everyone and he's a formally introduced to Tane.
3: Yes.
2: Um, and um she rushes well, she she gets notification of a delivery being left on the doorstep. Her and Cash go back to the house and it's the wedding invites, and then she flicks back, you yep. know, finding problems where there isn't one, you know. Freaking out! There's a date. There's an hour. It's freaky. What am I going to do? What am I doing? That person in that picture isn't me, um, and <laughs> all unnecessary. Because, like, what did you think when the pictures were being taken several days earlier on yeah. Nick's iPhone four? <laughs> anyone can be. Like, do you know when they were doing that? I was yeah. like, "Is this wedding on a shoestring?" Mm. You know, like. Yeah, it, it hasn't been sort of the money and the cost of it hasn't really been mentioned has it but there's no. been a few sort of like oh we're not having a photographer you just do it on your phone mm. oh we don't want a reception we'll have a um you know back at the house yeah we're, we're gonna have the reception at the house and then we're just gonna do the wedding on the beach and so it, it sort of alluding to there not being any money
3: To pay for it. Well, I was wondering about that as well because she's obviously Cash and Flick did inherit money from their dad's farm when when that was sold, didn't it? So Cash's money, I presume, is still somewhere. Um,
2: Oh, yeah, we know Flicks is in the business and
3: Flicks is in Salt, yeah, but Cash has still got however much money Flick put into Salt, Cash has got the equivalent of that stash somewhere, which is surprising because he's living in a spare room at his sister's house and he still hasn't got his own house and you know he has got some yeah, cash somewhere
2: drinks a lot of takeaway coffee and that adds all
3: he does that's true um <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what cash Flick has got and if we remember tane not that long ago was was in trouble thinking about selling the gym and all of that stuff
4: because oh, uh, the, yeah.
3: the business yeah. was bad wasn't it and then the tech stuff happened and i don't think they've got a lot of money between the two of them have they
2: it certainly seems that way when it comes to this wedding prep, you know. And and they uh, want to get
3: married in two months. It's not like they got engaged and then decided to save up for two years, you know, and then yeah. have a big wedding. It's like it's going to be in exactly eight weeks.
2: <laughs> exactly.
3: Which, so we've got to do it with the money that's in our bank accounts because we haven't yeah. got time to save up, you know.
2: Two paydays to
3: go. Yeah, I don't <laughs>
2: think I could have paid for my wedding in two paydays. No! Um, yeah 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 you're right so there, there's definitely a money thing but it's not been explicit no, has it, it hasn't, you know yeah. and then Gary's now turned around to Tanya and he's got him on his own and he said you know I want to pay for the wedding mm. I, I want you to convince yeah to do it. I don't want to I don't want to overwhelm her but I want to pay for the wedding
4: mm. and
2: I wonder now if the wedding's going to get a bit bigger you know now that there's some cash there you know.
3: Yeah. Yes, because this was after Tane spoke to him about what, the because Gary said, oh, so you're getting married on the beach. And Tanya said, yes. And, and then you're having a reception at home. And, and Tane said, yes. And then that's when Gary said, well, I'd like to pay for it. So either Gary's thinking, this is the cheapest wedding ever. And it won't <laughs> cost, cost me very much if I just <laughs> look like the hero now and throw in some cash. Or he's thinking... This wedding is being done on the shoestring, and these these guys need some help, and I can give yeah. that to them. And that's something that Cash's and Flick's parents would have done. They would have yeah. stepped up when they and because the daughter, the bride, all that you know, traditional stuff. They would have said, "Well, let's pay for the wedding." So it's he's stepping up to something that their dad would have done, isn't isn't he really?
2: Uh, um, Gary you can't do any wrong. I
3: know. I love Gaza. I love him. <laughs> Bless him. So, yeah, I think that's, I don't know whether he was thinking, oh, these guys are trying to do it on the cheap and actually I could make their lives a bit easier by giving yeah. them the cash and making them not have to worry about, you know, the budget yeah. and that kind yeah. of thing.
2: Seems that way, doesn't it? It's just, mm. yeah, it was something that, we, it was a bit like an undercurrent. I was th- and I did think when, t- um, like I say, when Nick was taking the pictures on his phone, I mm.
3: thought
2: it's a bit strange that.
3: Um, <laughs> so yeah but then casu- casual is is flick isn't it as well she doesn't like a big fuss
2: yeah so, well look the bloody uh, invites of
3: well.
2: invites have sent yeah. her into it is I'd, yeah I just i just don't see it happening this wedding she's too she's too
0: you know head everywhere it. with it yeah. No,
2: she's yeah. not she's not ready for it i just i just don't just don't see it
3: happening no it's gonna. I think she needed some time. Because she kept saying at the beginning, didn't she, I need some time to get my head around getting married. And, and this wasn't something I saw in my future. And I just need a bit of time. And then within the same breath, she said, okay, let's get married in eight weeks. And I was like, this is not this is not enough time. I think they could have done with a, you know, six months. Let's get our finances in order. Think about what kind of wedding we want. Take the pressure off us a bit. But we've, yeah, Flick's just gone. Yep, let's get it on with it. Let's just get on with it. So... Man. watch this bag. Oh. Mm. right now it's time for your say on the bay and i think that is the title we're going with now because it's sticking um so we're joined for your say on the bay this week with jack hello jack hello sophie how you doing you all right
1: yeah i'm okay
3: good you got a bit of a cold haven't you i
1: have unfortunately
3: <laughs> oh, I wanted
1: to do this, so...
3: Oh, bless you, you're a trooper. Well, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> bless you. And for anybody that's that's a regular listener, you'll probably recognise Jack's voice, because Jack, you joined us last year, didn't you, when we did the awards episode? I did. you I re-
1: announced one.
3: Yeah, you did. So welcome back to the pod. Thank you for having me. And, yeah, you're You're welcome. Um, so for your sound the bay i don't know whether you you know this jack but what this segment is for season mm. three is we're looking at any tweets that have been tweeted on the hashtag um home and away hashtag on twitter i'm mm. looking at any tweets that people have sent to our um our twitter page which is at coastal news pod if anyone's got in touch with us with any opinions or views or if anyone's emailed us because we have got an email address as well which is coastal at gmail.com isn't it si
2: it is Armadcons.
3: Yeah. cons Ooh. i always forget whether <laughs> it's dot like com or dot but it's dot com <laughs> so yeah it's just to, to sort of have a chat really a, around okay. any any topics that have come up in the week because as you know we tweet along with the episodes mm-hmm. so occasionally we get you know into a discussion with some people that are also watching it at the same time so this week i mean let's explain to the fans you actually watch the show at Ozpace, don't you jack
1: I do. I have for uh, 18 years now.
3: Gosh, yes, yeah, I long know.
1: Time. Since 2005.
3: Oh my gosh. So, I we know. have we have given you a little bit of a warning before the show and said, this is where we're up to no. in the UK. No, I promise I won't. <laughs> I promise
1: <laughs> I won't. So, don't put your foot in it. Tell us a big spoiler. No, but I won't. This week. No, there isn't anything, but I won't.
3: I promise <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Not at, at, at all. all. No, no worries. Um, all. So, I this my week. Lesson oh bless you no don't worry um so th- this week in the uk what we've seen really there's a big storyline going on at the moment with flick um as she prepares for her wedding and mm-hmm. we've got uh, foster dad gary has turned up in the bay yeah. um so we've only had about three episodes of gary so far um in the main episode we've just been talking about what what happened with gary this week but we also mentioned that Gary's you know he's pretty famous as an actor so he's been in a lot of things before he's been in Baywatch he's been in Sons and Daughters he's been in Heartbreak High he's been in all kinds of films so this is a guy that's been around um for quite a while but I was asking for feedback basically on the hashtag you know what do think? What people think of Gary he seems to be like a nice guy um so people have been sort of getting in touch and they're saying I think Michelle said Gary seems really sweet so obviously I'm immediately suspicious <laughs> and then someone else has put i think it was it i think they were called snow or something so she put something like i do trust gary i think he generally wants to sort things out the flick however usually newcomers have some kind of dark secret so you just you know you don't know so this is an interesting topic because you know there's been a lot of people over the years that have come to the bay that you think either you think they're great from the start And then Mm. something in their backstory, you know, comes to light and you you start to reevaluate your opinion of them. Or they turn up and you absolutely can't stand them from day one. And then something happens that you find out in their backstory and actually it flips it the other way around. And you think, oh, I do like them now because I found out, you know, why they were so horrible or why they were so standoffish or whatever it is, the reason that you didn't like them. So... I thought that was quite an interesting thing that these people are you know that at the moment they're loving Gary but this could turn on its head at any point because we're all still suspicious of you know we've been burned in the past by this haven't we so I
1: know it's dreadful isn't it anyone new and it's like sort of <laughs> flaming torches and pitchforks.
3: <laughs> it's a little bit like you? what's your backstory Where have you come from are you a good or a bad I've
1: done that with, I've done that with partners of family before so I point at them and say you're new <laughs> <laughs> i suspicious. <laughs> <had laughs> Trist nobody. I did with one of my cousins' husbands. I did that. It was funny. Oh man, it's got into um, real life now. I said, you know, you're new. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love that. Oh, so blessed, what, yeah. Do you remember these storylines when you watched them At Ospace with Gary turning up? What were your opinions of Gary when you first saw him arrive? Um,
1: I definitely when you were saying what of famous actor he's been just heartbreak high mm. that I, I knew yes one of those faces that you know from somewhere
3: yeah i had to look him up because i was like i know Which this guy's nice face yeah
1: time and away you often see someone and think oh, i've seen you before yeah, and then they, yeah. They're, they're normally in some... home and away <laughs> yeah they're true he has oh, been yeah. in home and
3: away before actually he was in home and away years ago as another character with a different name but i don't think it was a That's big part away, isn't it? yeah um yeah, but what, do, you, do you remember your first impressions of him? Did you like him, not like him? Um, or? I don't know. I think I was a bit...
1: Possibly, I know this is going to be annoying. I, quite, I did quite like him. I was a bit indifferent. Mm. I think, but because, as far as I can remember, my sticking point with things like this is that we hadn't actually heard... We possibly hadn't heard of him
3: before. Yes. We I knew I said that what had happened sweet, didn't to I? their parents. Yeah,
1: yeah. But we didn't know about him yes yeah so it's like you know when when somebody turns up mm. and, you know it's like everybody else you know these established two oh, sorry put my teeth back in characters have known <laughs> about him and we haven't
3: yes and yeah. then it's like
1: suddenly they're sort of integrated into these people's story and it's just a bit like what yeah it's not so much being suspect being suspicious of the character it's like excuse. Who me. are you? Yeah. Yeah, who are, who you? are you? And <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's well, why i expected to suddenly accept you and know instantly yeah. who you are yeah. as they
3: yeah. do. That's interesting so. actually, because when, when we were looking at this last week and and Cy was reading out the synopsis for the episodes that were going out this week on channel five. Mm. And um one of the ones that he read out to me was and Gary's turned up, Foster dad Gary and you know Rose is a big fan of him. And I actually yeah. burst burst out laughing when he read the synopsis to me because I was like We've never even heard of Gary, and now no, you know, know he's been in town a day, and Rose is like his biggest fan. And I know before this, I think I think I remember them mentioning foster parents, but like you, I don't remember the name Gary being mentioned. I don't remember any like uh, no. mem- memories of of the foster dad or anything like that, or you know that he's a nice guy. Mm. I mean, Cash has obviously been in touch with him because they keeps you know he keeps saying on oh, you know. He said to Rose something like, Cash is talking about you and he's, he's really, you know, speaks highly of you, thinks a lot of you. And I thought, oh, they're obviously in touch. But yeah. in the show that we've seen so far, we've not heard any mention of this. So he has come out of the left field a little bit, like Gary, you know, foster our Gary, superhero Gary. Yeah. There has been that first episode when he arrived, it was like, who who's this and why is he here and what's going on? But actually, I've really enjoyed his arrival in the bay and i'm agreeing with most people on twitter actually that he's he's been a, a welcome mm. addition this week it's been quite nice to see that and to flesh out Cash's in the flick's backstory but i am still thinking but is there anything underneath is i was there gonna say yeah it's not
2: your first rodeo with home no. you wait, you're waiting for it aren't yeah. you and you're thinking <laughs> nobody can just be a nice guy
4: yeah. it's very little
2: characters in Home and Away, that I start off mm. liking. Yes. Um, I've said this before, You, you can, I can probably count on one hand characters that I've thought, oh, they're, they're cool, I really like them. Yeah. Normally mm. I'm like, he's a bit of a pillock, yeah. you know, and then, <laughs> then they <laughs> go on the arc, you know, yeah. they go on the arc, and then I love them six months mm. later, you know. Um. Yeah. So I think it's probably going to help. He's a guestie, right? Yeah. Gary, he's, uh, I, he's here to facilitate Flick's story into this wedding, I'm assuming. Yeah.
4: Um
2: and it, like like we've just been talking about, it fleshes him out a bit, it fleshes their sort of childhood out. I think yeah, you, Jack, hit the hit hit it on the nose when you say it's the acceptance that we're mm-hmm. all talking about here. Yeah. Can we accept him as he yeah. is when we don't know anything about him? We've now been told Cash has been in touch with him, but Cash has yeah. never dropped that name, ever. No. No.
1: And I don't... I mean, um, this isn't... Sorry.
2: No, I was going to say, so that just feeds into that suspicion you have. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I was going to say, it's it's interesting, because i sort of had sort of speculation as to what Felicity's problem with him was, or
3: is. Mm. Yeah.
1: And it... Yeah. As I said, I, I'm not going to, you know, sort of say, but it was it was just whether that was there was something that had happened.
2: Well, you know, this is between so, the two of
1: them rather than. Well, yeah, this but, is it. Yeah. That,
2: that's just aired tonight. So they've right. had this heart to heart talk mm. and um, 'Cause I was saying to Sophie in the read, what is what is the problem here? Is it just cause it seemed to be on the face of it that Felicity did, didn't want to speak to and didn't want to know because mm. she was a nightmare as a teen because of the obvious reasons, her parents, you know, lots of her parents. Yeah. Like there no, seems to be no other reason, you know. And I was thinking, Oh God, is it something really dark? You know, well, no, same
1: you I. I. Absolutely. But yeah, it yeah. wasn't. It was just that. No, I know it was a bit of a. I don't know. Was it a disappointment? Possibly.
3: It made sense to me tonight because I think it was on Thursday night's episode when she was saying, "Oh, I was horrible to him," and you know, and I was thinking, "Yeah, but you still are being horrible to him. So your behaviour's not not changed. (laughs) So how are we getting past this? You know, you you you're you you're mad at yourself because you were horrible to him in the past, but you're still being horrible to him in the future. So why are we still doing this? Why are we repeating the past? But on tonight's episode on Friday night, she she kind of opened up a bit further with Tane and she said, you know, I, I told myself this lie when dad died that he'd been murdered. And I convinced myself that this was true. And I convinced myself that Gary was part of it. He was the cop in town and he was covering up this murder. He refused to investigate it. And that's why, you know, I didn't like him. So that made a bit more sense tonight. So I don't think, I don't think there's anything sinister in Gary's backstory, but you know, we've all been there before, haven't we? So we have,
1: uh-huh. we're and I guess sure. you sort of look
3: for one because you expect it to happen. Yeah, you do, definitely. Yeah. yeah.
2: Quiet, the subtitle. subtitle, home and away fan, always suspicious.
3: Um, Trust no one. It's the X-Files thing,
2: isn't it? Trust no one. Yes. Can you think of any other examples of characters that have come in and they've just been nice and we've sort of developed a drama ourselves as fans? I'm trying to think of one um
3: recently i think for me brie when brie first came into it, i liked her for episode one she she's just nice she doesn't and but she has got that back history that's not it's awful but it's not something that's that's sinister for her she's not a sinister person or a horrible person but i did like mm. her from, from day one and my opinion of her mm. hasn't changed since learning you know about jacob um I don't yeah, there's yeah. not there's not been many. I guess Logan was the last one as well. I quite like Logan from oh, episode I did one. Too. Yeah. When he Glory turned up and
1: I, they, yeah.
3: And it was the um, it was a CGI kangaroo car crash, wasn't it, that he, he attended? Oh, yeah. oh I've, got, I've forgotten about that. I've forgotten,
1: yeah. about, oh, I've forgotten about CGI, <laughs> Skippy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he kind of flew in on his helicopter, didn't he? And he just took charge oh, and he was I like, right, I can do again. this and do that. And I was like, who's this guy? He's amazing. I, I just loved I know, him. He was such a breath of fresh air. He was, yeah. Yeah, they did that. They oh,
1: There was a couple of actors at the time that they did dirty with yeah with that jasmine, um jasmine was the other one because mm. they suddenly they forced us to dislike her
3: yeah they totally I mean. it's character assassinated it?
1: well it was <laughs> yeah it completely was because she would never have done that but anyway
3: no you're right but i think logan can you think of any others i can certainly think of lots where i didn't like them immediately you know when they turned up and now i've grown to love them I'm thinking of Theo more recently. We absolutely hated yeah. Theo last year. I mean, yeah. me, you, and me saw si, on every week last year. We were banging on about how much he wound us up and these, you know, challenge videos, and he was so, so up himself.
2: Put pins in my eyes, honestly. I
3: know. We <laughs> I like, oh, can't stand the guy. And then all that stuff came out with his dad and the abuse storyline. And we suddenly were like, okay, we love him. We think he's great. I <laughs> you yeah. want to
2: wear us now. We're like, <laughs> like oh, Theo, we need more Theo. <laughs> like, what what, what, what has happened so to us?
3: I know. He's we basically... absolutely hated him last year. We were, we were like, take him yeah. off the screen. I literally <laughs> shouted it, didn't I, last year?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, and I'm like, oh, I love him. I think he's great. But yeah. yeah. There's quite a lot of those where they turn up and you just think, oh, my God, who is this? I mean, I didn't like Bob. He's another recent I think all of
1: Lyric come under that.
3: Really? Do you not like any of Lyric? Oh, they're just my
1: biggest. Well, I have many problems with them, but, uh, you know, I won't print out a list. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The the one thing that annoys, (coughs) sorry, that annoyed me was that they never had scenes with anybody else apart from them.
3: Mm, at the beginning, oh, they didn't. Yeah. They, yeah. they didn't integrate very. There quickly. was no
1: integration at all. Yeah. It was just all with, and it went. it seemed to go on and on. Yeah. And it was just. It was like they were in their own show rather than. Yeah. In this one, and they were all. They're just so beige. <laughs> I,
2: really I good know. point. Yeah. They really
1: were. It was just honestly. I. You know, sort of, I don't know. I've had yawns.
2: I've been more interested in them. they were just sort of plonked in and then it 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 was like actually I mean uh, we've said this a few times um like we we think that it sort of splintered into two then like Eden and Remy went Mm. off and sort of got their own storylines outside of the band stopped turning up to band meetings etc and sort of um Went and then started developing, and we started liking them, or you know, at at least enjoying their stories. And then Theo and Kirby, Sophie calls it the coupling we didn't need. You know, as that sort of trapped them into, you know, they're just writing songs, talking to radio hosts, and doing
3: nothing else in the bay.
1: Coming to his own now, I think being in a relationship with her,
3: it stunted him, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah.
1: But Bob was just.
3: He was awful. Just pointless. Frankly. (laughs) Yeah, it was just to create a bit of drama, wasn't he, really? Yeah. And then they brought him back, didn't
1: they, to cause them problems and
3: yeah, we've just had that this week, oh, yeah. so... Kirby oh, phew, was I got away with it. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> the pause, it was the pause. I was like, he's checking. No, I know. No, it's all right. It's all
1: right. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's good, I promise.
3: No, that that's just been this week, so you bob on with that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I just... I, I did read... Pardon the, the pun. <laughs> no, it's all right. <laughs> this once. um, But, yeah, it's... it, Yeah. I think that's they're, they're the people that I've kind of,
2: you know... Exam- ex- examples of new characters that yeah. just start working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just blah. They're just, yeah. <laughs> it's
3: fair, fair enough. <laughs> I think a lot of people agree with you, Jack. There's been a lot of um, yeah. discussion on the hashtag. There's, there's mm. still people every day tweeting that, you know, they're not keen on the band, even though for me I've come I've come away from that now I wasn't sure at the beginning I didn't hate them when they turned up because I think I was bracing myself because I'd seen so much on the hashtag coming from Australia
4: mm, yeah
3: about get rid of this band it's the worst thing that's ever happened to home and away in years and I was thinking oh my god what's going on <laughs> and I think because I'd had that kind of I had a few months to prepare myself I was thinking oh god what's going to happen when this band turns up it sounds horrendous yeah. and then when they did I think I'd mentally prepared myself for it. And then it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. And I actually didn't hate them. I actually really liked the band when they first signed up. I remember saying that to Cy at the time. Um, you know, I don't hate them. I didn't think they were awful. And then as, as time has gone on, I've actually really grown to really like Eden and Remy. I really like their relationship yeah, and I their dynamic. Well,
1: actually. I, I would think... agree with you that completely. Yeah. Now they've Kirby... got their own storylines.
3: Yeah, now that, now that you see them out and about, like when yeah. you see like them integrating with other characters like in the diner or with John Palmer, there's been some really good scenes with Remy and John, there's been some really good scenes yeah. with Eden and John. Yeah. Because um, obviously they're neighbours as well, aren't they? So they've got to know each other from that point yes, of view. indeed. I suppose for me, the only one that I'm still not sure about is Kirby. And she's as we said this week, she's, um, she's been texting Bob on the sly behind Theo's back and then asked him to join the band for another, you know, one last night, you know, sing a oh, song yes, with us. All that's just happened yeah. this week. So I'm like, she's not actually, you know, making me feel like she's very likeable. Like she's not doing herself any yeah, favors, really. She's, she's, not she's looking
2: like, after Arthea, is she? No, exactly. No, look how protected <laughs> we are of
3: you now. <laughs> 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 it's mad. What a difference a year makes, eh? Mm. Oh, I know, right. Yeah, it's mad. So, are you still? Don't tell us what's going on, obviously. But are you still no, no, not, no, no, no. not feeling the band, even where you are at the moment, with the pace that you're watching. Um, has your has your opinion changed at all, or
1: it, not of the band as a collective? No. Okay. Yeah, but I like. Um, I I I'm enjoying REM. I, I like, as I said, Remy and Eden and particularly remy i think in his own storyline
4: mm, yeah
1: with, with brie i think is yeah. it's really good and there's some there's some really i didn't i won't say it but there's some really good stuff coming up with brie okay some really it's so cleverly written
3: oh that's interesting well i'll tell you where we are with brie and remy at the moment so, so clever like... We've just seen them spend a night together in the motel. So Jacob, at the moment, has gone back to work. She's managed to convince him to go away again for right, three right. months. Um, and, she, you know, she said to Remy, I need some space. Yeah. That lasted about five minutes. And, you yeah. know, now he's really in a space because yeah. they've, they've spent the night together in, in the motel. So that's Indeed. where we are
1: okay. with,
3: with them yeah. at the moment.
1: Yeah. No, there's, I won't say who or what, but there's something coming up with with other people that she gets and she kind of becomes a part oh. of Ooh. And, it, and it's really i found it really cleverly done so that's, that's all that i will say
3: that's so exciting on. oh i'm excited <laughs> <laughs> i Yay.
1: hope i built it up too much but it, I, I was quite impressed
3: oh that's good oh that's what yeah. to look forward to then okay because yeah. we, we've be. been we've been watching from behind a cushion haven't we because every time they sort of are near each other or looking at each other mm. or you know you know the brushing of the hands and that kind of thing. Me no. and si are like, oh my god, what if Jacob sees, or what if he comes back, or what if he's still watching them? And like, we've just been, just we're waiting for that moment where he bursts in the door and and yeah. catches them together. I think at the moment, aren't we? Yeah, but it's good though.
1: I think it's it from as I said from Remy's point of view, it, it makes you kind of bother with him. It makes you sort of yeah yeah care a bit more. Yes, Whereas the four of them. I honestly, I I. You know, I'd paint the wall and watch it dry. Right. <laughs> <But laughs> Thank you for listening. We will be back with more episode discussion from Summer Bay soon. Until then, join the discussion online at Coastal News Pod.